Welcome to A Little Spooky. <laughs> this is the show where we talk about things that spook us just a little bit, like cryptids, conspiracy theories, UFOs, aliens, monsters, or that nice guy you met on Match.com. My name's Colleen. My name's Everett. If he's nice, why is he spooky? I've been watching a lot of true crime, and there are no nice guys on Match.com. But I'm a nice guy. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> you know what else is a little spooky? What? When conspiracy theorists, like legitimate ones, not us, but when like conspiracy theorists <laughs> are actually correct and stop child abductions from happening. Explain. Apparently, this actually happened very recently. Alex Jones physically stopped a car with his own body and stopped children from being sold into trafficking. <laughs> I don't know if it was staged or not, but I just thought it was hilarious that Alex Jones, who, like, honestly, I kind of forgot about that he was even a he thing. He should have been forgotten And, about. like, he, like, stopped children from being sold into slavery. I... Now that you mention it could have been staged, it was more than likely staged. Well, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Anyways, other than Alex Jones, let's forget that name. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Colleen, I'm excited, but I'm also nervous for what is on the horizon. What? <laughs> In the coming months, we will be learning more about UFOs. Right, yeah, I mean, we've talked about that, like, more than once. And we're going to talk more about it today. Okay, so for what you are we talking about? For you see, Colleen, I am going to be talking about my personal beliefs when it comes to UFOs. Okay. So let me set the stage right now. Let me be very clear here. Sure. The universe is so massive that it would be mathematically improbable for aliens to not exist. However... I do not think that aliens have visited Earth because they are too far away from us. There are light years and light years and light years away. Even mm -hmm. if they have the ability to travel in space for long distances, how would they be able to communicate with us? Sure. How would they be able to travel to us quickly? Yeah. I can tell you. Okay, so you can tell us what we're talking about? What are we, what are we talking yes. about? <laughs> we are talking about the fourth dimension. Ah. This is something that... So aliens are interdimensional beings. Maybe. We'll talk about it. We'll okay. talk about the possibilities. But I just wanted to say up front, I do not believe any UFO that we've seen is legitimately another three-dimensional alien. Really? No, I do not believe so. Oh, well, that sucks. But I well, I would like the listeners to know that I do not hold such firm negative. But beliefs. it could be four dimensional aliens. OK, I'm pointing at Colleen. Yes, right now. he's pointing and he actually looks really menacing. What's going on? Let's talk about the fourth dimension. OK, okay let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. So for. For just to kind of establish what the fourth dimension is, because this is a very confusing topic. We're just going to break it down very simply in very simple layman's terms, because I'm not an expert, but I'm an enthusiast. Can you, before you start with the breakdown, can you explain to me how this is a little spooky? Because the fourth dimension gives me such existential dread. 
And I do believe that there are fourth dimensional beings that could theoretically interact with us. And maybe they are the ones that are causing these UFOs. We'll talk about that later. I need to even just describe what the fourth dimension is. Right, because I don't know anything about it. Step one. Zero dimensions. What is a zero dimension? Nothing. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) It is a single point that does not occupy any space. Why do I feel like I'm back in calculus? (laughs) However, if you stack an infinite amount of these points on top of each other, that creates one-dimensional space, which is a line. Wait, wait. Okay, so a point doesn't occupy any space, but a line does. Correct. Because it's an infinite amount of these dots that are all stacked on top of each other, creating a single point of existence. The first dimension. Okay. What the first dimension is, it's measurable only in length, and you can only travel forward and backward because it is a line. So, like, if I was to exist in the first dimension, I would just be a point. Correct. And I would only be able to move forward and backwards. Correct. Like a... Like a raindrop on a telephone mm, pole. No. You're thinking in 3D, Colleen. You're right. Okay, we sorry. need We need to break it down here. Got it. Second dimension. An infinite amount of first dimension lines stacked on top of each other creates a single plane. Measured in length and width. You can still move forward and backward, but now you can also move left and right. Think of an XY graph, an X-axis and a Y-axis. It is a single plane that extends forever and ever. Right. That is the second dimension. But the third dimension is an infinite amount of 2D planes stacked on top of each other, creating 3D space, which is what we exist in. You can travel forward, backward, left, right, but you can also turn. So there are six directions by very strict definitions that you can move in. So you can turn left and right. You can move left and right or forward and backward. Those are the three dimensions. Or like up and down. Right. But the the idea is you can turn and then move in the other directions. Okay. So it's like. But you can't do that in 2D space? No. Can't turn. No, because there's only one single plane of existence. It's flat. Perfectly flat. I suppose there would. Right. Okay. I get it. Sort of. We'll get there. I promise. Fourth dimension. An infinite amount of three-dimensional space stacked on top of each other. Okay, see, now that one's hard for me. Exactly. (laughs) You cannot visually imagine what 4D space is. You can mathematically explain it. Our stupid 3D human minds cannot comprehend what that would visually look like because we are limited by our knowledge of 3D space. Okay. Okay. We are third dimensional beings. We do not exist in the fourth dimension, so we can't comprehend it. Okay. So the fourth dimension, you can move in any of those six directions that we previously discussed, but there is an additional measurement on top of length, width, and height, which is the third dimension of measurements. Right. Called trength. Trength? Yes. 
<laughs> this is okay. math. This is a mathematical term. This is real. Strength. That's like something I would have a- answered if Mrs. Garcia, my calculus teacher, was like, "Hey, so um, <laughs> can, can anybody tell me the answer to this?" And I'd be like, "Um, strength. Strength. <laughs> okay. So when you move from the second dimension to the third dimension, you are putting a z-axis through that x and y graph, right? Yes. If you want to visualize the fourth dimension, you have to stick another axis through that. And that is called strength. It is perpendicular to length, width, and height, which we cannot visualize. Yeah, it's just that means it's, nothing it's to me. It's literally impossible to visualize it in your mind. Okay. So all we really need to know is that there's the potential for this unknowable dimension to exist. And we, there's no way we would ever know that. Why wouldn't we be able to know that it exists? Because it's beyond our comprehension. So we're going to go through an analogy of why that's the case. Okay, yeah, I, I need that. So, and let me just say this. this. Technically, it's a theory, but it is so commonly accepted among physicists that the fourth dimension does exist. It, like, has to. Because it, exp- and this is still kind of beyond my expertise, but it would explain a lot of things that, have to do with dark matter. Wait, I'm sorry, you have expertise in this? Well, based on based <laughs> on what I know, I'm just an enthusiast. I'm not a theoretical physicist. Okay, sorry. I'm just saying that it's very unlikely that all of existence stops at three dimensions. Right. If you believe in string theory, there's actually ten dimensions. Let's not get into no, this because I'm not already going confused. To. Yes, we're not going to. But kind of the the pattern is every dimension higher is an infinite amount of the lower dimensions stacked on top of each other. That's kind of the trend. Sure. Okay. At least with spatial dimensions. I mean, like, if I'm viewing everything in my brain as, like, dots, then it makes sense to me. But that well, here, only here, take me so far. Here's the analogy. This might make it a little easier. Take a piece of paper and draw a person on it. Let's imagine that person is alive. Okay. They can only visualize the plane of existence they are on. They can visualize everything on that 2D piece of paper, but they cannot visualize you because you are beyond their comprehension. You drew them, you are not on that piece of paper. So they, I'm God. Yes, and we're going to get to that. Too. Oh, yes, oh. there's a lot going on with the fourth dimension. So we can manipulate 2D space, and the Stick figure would not be aware that it's us doing it. So, like, I could rip off part of the piece of paper. Yes and no. So, what I mean by that is they won't notice you, like, folding the piece of paper or bending it or shaping it. Mm -hmm. But if you make a tear through it or if you insert any object, like a finger or anything, through that piece of paper, you're going through that plane of existence. Okay. So, they will visualize that. And they just gonna, don't won't know what it is. They right. will, will they be able to see my finger if I poke it? Yes, through? and we're going to talk about that too. In a okay, bit. sorry, this, sorry. This, this is just the first the part flow. of the analogy. Okay, take that piece of paper and put it in a box and close the box. Okay. Now, obviously, the universe, our observable universe and beyond, is so vast that this you know is kind of very simplifying it. Well, sure. But imagine that closed box is three D space. The inside of the box. Everything within the th- the box's 3D space. Okay. So that figure is in that box, but it is not aware that there is another dimension surrounding it. 
Mm. You that the person that closed that box, you are a fourth dimensional being and everything that surrounds the box is the fourth dimension. Okay, so it's kind of like um we talked about this before. It reminds me of that the end of Men in Black where right. like yes. marbles yes. are universes. And that is obviously another very simplified version of sure, what fourth dimensional space is, but it's kind of just layers upon layers. Right. I and mean, that's as difficult as my brain can. Right. And that's, I mean, that's kind of my extent too. Sure. So I thought that this might be a good opportunity for you to actually inform the listeners about two dimensional beings. Oh, okay. Yes. So I was telling. Everett, about this cryptid that I had, like, recently read about called Stickmen. Apparently, this is, like, a like a newer phenomenon, but dozens, dozens of people around the world, including the United States, there's been a case in Wyoming, uh, dozens of people have seen what they call Stickmen. And what they are are two-dimensional beings. They look the same from every angle. It, it doesn't matter where you're standing. It's just a flat stick man. It's a black shadowy stick man. They're usually around like six, six feet high, like normal man height, but they can get up to 12 feet high. And they're almost always wearing hats for some reason. Just a regular top hat. Like yes. you would draw on a stick man. Yes, exactly. And the, the thing is people who've seen them have all noted that, when they see the stick man, if the stick man notices them, it gets scared and like runs away. Interesting. Yeah. So wait, so I, I didn't know that, first of all. But in this story for this cryptid, a two a two-dimensional being is able to interact and witness the 3D world. See, and I don't I mean it's such a quote-unquote new phenomenon that, like, there's not much written about it. It's nobody is like this person. This stick man can only move in one direction, back or back and forth. It seems to be a two-dimensional being, but it's always facing you. Yeah. However, you're visualizing it. Right. Interesting. Isn't that weird? Because when you kind of first described it to me, I was thinking it was more like it's a stick figure man that's alive on a two-dimensional plane, so it can only move in that one direction. So if you're at a specific angle, you wouldn't be able to see it. Right. But if you moved, then you would be able to actually witness it. And that could be what's happening. It just appears. Right. So it's possible that you moved a certain direction, and all of a sudden now you're in that vision, that, that plane. plane where you can see it facing you head on. But they've noticed it's never spoken. It doesn't have a face. It's just a stick man. And it, it it seems startled. But, I mean, how could you tell if a stick man with no face was startled? That's I mean, true. Like, <laughs> I'm sure they were the startled ones. It's A, first off, this is what I'm going to call a crafted, because it's a dumb crafted. Yeah. But uh, interesting, though, in that... What if there are people living in a second dimension? Very true. That we can see. And I'm glad you said that because that's my exact next point. So we're going to talk about how lesser dimensional beings, if they were to exist, perceive a higher dimensional being. Okay. So kind of continuing off the previous example of the stick man, 
imagine you draw that same stick man on a sidewalk with chalk. Okay. He can travel, he or she can travel that <laughs> sidewalk only on that plane, right? So it's walking on that plane on right. a flat surface. Now imagine there's a hole in the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. It can't travel through that hole because it's an obstruction in that plane. So it has to go around it. Okay. Just yeah. like on our plane, there's a mountain in the way. I can't How go through it. How does it go it. around if it can it would, only move forward and backwards? It can move up and down too. Oh, you're right. Of course. So it's just like a mountain on our plane, right? Right. We can't travel through a mountain. We have to go around it or over it. Got it. However, if you stick something through that hole, it's going to be able to see it. So let's say you stick your hand through this hole in the sidewalk. Straight down, the first thing that's going to go through, imagine your hand's going slowly through the hole, is going to be your middle finger, right? It's the longest finger in your hand for most people. Mm-hmm. It's going to see a tiny little disc that's just magically appearing out of nowhere. A disc? Because that's how it's going to appear as cross-section. Because it's only a single plane of existence. So it's going to only be cross sections. And as your fingers go down farther, more discs will appear. Until your thumb gets down, that's the fifth one. So there's going to be five weird little discs just in a random hole that you can't go through. Yeah. And then as your hand goes deeper, your fingers connect to your actual hand. Sure. So all of the holes will just kind of grow into one giant shape. Sure. Cross-section of it. Exactly. So it's like a moving shape constantly. It's like shifting based on the size of your hand. Right. So it'd be very odd to perceive that. Right. (laughs) Ooh, would that be like a UFO? Well, maybe. Am I jumping ahead? Sorry. Not really. That's not really related. We're going to... That's more theoretical. I mean, this is all theoretical, but that's even more theoretical. All right. So what would it look like to us... If a fourth dimensional being entered 3D space. Yeah. This is tough. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Because we don't know what they look like, right? It's very hard to imagine. Right. But the common theory is that you're just going to see a mass of floating flesh that will be constantly shifting. It's going to almost feel like it's or look like it's gyrating. And then you'll get flashes of like maybe a mouth or you'll get a flash of hands or teeth or something. But they'll kind of appear in like frames, right? Yeah. And it will be constantly shifting and then it will just disappear when it's moved through 3D space. Well, I don't like that at all. It's very hard to even perceive what that would look like, but it's just like a mass of shifting flesh and then it's gone. Right. Now, we're going to get kind of closer to what you were saying. It's very easy to manipulate lesser dimensions. So in our previous example, you can bend that piece of paper that the stick figure's on, right? Sure. Humans are actually very good at manipulating 2D space, especially with recent technology. Mm -hmm. So some examples of that just throughout history, art paintings were you know making something that's two-dimensional look 3d like imagine the mona lisa uh yep yep um also movies tv other forms of media that are just on screen but we perceive it as 3d sure like projected onto a plane right but right 
Now, if you look up a tesseract, which is a fourth dimensional cube, and this is like a mathematical equation that is way beyond my comprehension, but if you Google it, you'll see an actual like moving GIF image of a tesseract, and it is insanely hard to even like think what is happening. Okay. So we can put a theoretical fourth dimensional cube on 2D space. It's very easy to manipulate lower dimensions in that way. Okay. Right? So we're very good at doing that on the second dimension. So the theory is a fourth dimensional being would have a lot of control over 3D space. Sure. People think that if fourth dimensional beings do even exist, they would be like a god. Right, it, because if I can create something 2D. Yeah, you can just make a drawing. Well, but I can also create something 3D, like yeah. a sculpture. No, true. So I mean, is, we have control in our own dimension as well, but you have a lot of control over a lesser dimension, and if something were to be theoretically alive in a lesser dimension, they're not even aware of your existence unless you directly interact with their dimensional space. Well, I mean, that goes the other way too, though, because we are not aware of things living in the second dimension. No. So none of the dimensions are aware of any living beings. I think we can safely say that, at least in our definition of life, 2D life does not exist. Unless stickmen are real. True, yes. (laughs) But I think it's safe to say that they don't exist, or at least we can't witness it okay anyway a fourth dimensional being could act like a god they would be able to just take things out of 3d space and it would look like it's disappearing right i have a computer on my desk over in the other area of our room that we're recording in and a fourth dimensional being just decided that's gone it's gone right so it would be like if i drew a stick man in his house and decided to just like erase his dining room right Or if you even look at it more like you're making a computer game or like a video game. Sure. You're putting in code that makes a model of a figure. And you can just decide, let's delete that line of code and that figure's gone. That's too complicated. Let's just say you're playing Sims and you decide to throw away one of their tables. Right. Sure. (laughs) Yes. So there's a lot of different theories and conspiracy theories that go in line with this. Right. My personal favorite, simulation theory. What if a fourth dimensional being created us? And that's kind of the same way that, you know, a lot of religions look at it too. Christianity, Judaism, everything like that. Hinduism, there's a creator God. Right. They created our plane of existence, but that's kind of what simulation theory is too, right? Yeah. Though I've never really thought about it, because think of it like Sims, for instance. Mm -hmm. That would essentially be what we're living in. Yeah. But I mean, we have a lot more free will, but maybe that's how we were meant to be created. Right. I mean, if that's the case, and this is going to sound so stupid, but like, would the Sims be alive? I mean... At least with simulation just, theory, that's the idea. We just would not be aware of their like self. Right. Like knowledge. if you just if you just look at the Sims and pretend they're alive, they're not aware that you're playing a game and controlling them, but they're doing stuff, right? Like even when you're not actually putting in commands into a game of Sims, 
they're still like doing stuff in their house and around town. Like they walk and yeah, go to the bathroom or whatever. I haven't played that game in years, but like <laughs> it's been a while. But like they still do stuff, right? And that's yeah. a very simplified version. So maybe if there was a fourth dimensional being, and let's say that fourth dimensional being is the Judeo-Christian God, that God, that fourth dimensional being, created the Big Bang, which created our universe, and he set the terms for that. But everything else has just kind of been, you know, stemming from that, and maybe he'll occasionally interact with us in some way to kind of change things. That's totally all I'm picturing now as, like, God is third grade me trying to make two Sims make out. Like, <laughs> like some snotty kid inadvertently starting the universe. Well, here's a scarier version of it. I don't know how familiar you are with H.P. Lovecraft. Eh. And I'm not a huge fan, but a lot of people like to compare Lovecraftian gods and monsters to fourth dimensional beings because in those books, he specifically always loves to say that these elder gods or whatever they're called. Eldritch. Eldritch. Yeah, whatever. Eldritch horror. They're so beyond our comprehension that we can't even visualize them. And then we go insane. Okay. So a lot of people are like, maybe we're that person was witnessing a fourth dimensional being. Maybe Cthulhu is a 4D god. And when he interacts with our universe or our 3D plane of existence, it makes us go cuckoo. Okay, you know what just popped in my head? The biblical description of what angels look like. Yeah. Where it's two interlocking golden discs surrounded by eyes, kind yeah. of like gyrosphering in the air. Yeah, I mean, that kind of goes in line with that, too. That's if you want to make the comparison, yeah. Some fucky shit. So there's a lot of different things going on here, right? And a lot of possibilities. <laughs> there's quite a bit going on. So let's bring it back to UFOs. Yes, please. My opinion, and let me first say this too, the most recent story about a UFO sighting that we read on this podcast, I forget, it was like a Navy official or maybe Air Force official that was saying that these UFOs move at speeds that are so beyond our technology and can make turns without slowing down. Sure. Yep, yep, yep. That's insane. It's like, well, I forget how fast they estimated it, it was, was going. It was like it could move faster yeah, than the speed of speed sound of without sound. making a sonic boom. Yes. That was right. Yes. My thought is this is fourth dimensional being interference. How so? Because they have so much control over our, over our plane of existence that our laws of physics don't apply to them. But we'd be able to track it on radar? I mean, if it's if it's a projection or an object that was put into our plane of existence by a fourth dimensional being in the same way that we can draw a stick figure on the sidewalk. But OK, so we we've only seen like the radar images of this. Nobody's actually seen like the up close, quote unquote, spaceship. Mm hmm. Are you saying that this would essentially be kind of what a 2D plane would consider a cross-section. So we would never be able to actually see the actual item. 
That's that's only if it is actually a fourth dimensional being entering our plane of existence. So you mean they're dropping the a three D thing? Yes, they're into... dropping a three D thing into our universe from beyond. That's a possibility. But here's another possibility. Remember how I said in that example where a three D being can fold a piece of paper, and that two mm-hmm. D being isn't going to be aware of it. Right. Imagine it's a huge sheet of paper. Uh-huh. And this stick figure is on one side and has to travel to the other. And it takes forever to do that. But if you fold it, he's instantly there. If you make a connection somehow, right? So if you can somehow connect the left side to the right side, so it can just instantly go from that one side of the paper, that plane of existence to the other. Well, then you're forcing two planes together. Right. Well, you're forcing the same plane together by manipulating it. A lot of people think that fourth dimensional space is the key to wormholes. Okay, yes. When you were talking about that, I was thinking wormholes. Right. We talked about that in the, um, I think, did the world end in 2012? Right. Um, interesting. So another theory, that, and this is one I came up with. This isn't an accepted theory. Okay. What if... If there are aliens somewhere in our 3D universe, they have technology that is somehow able to interact with a higher dimension that does create a wormhole. And maybe that is how. Or they found existing wormholes created by fourth dimensional right. beings. Yeah. I mean, kind of the same thing, but exactly. They're utilizing the fourth dimension in some capacity to travel from one place in 3D space to another instantly. Okay. So here's my question to you. Yeah. You told me that you do not believe that extraterrestrials are 3D beings that we have that No, have no, no. Earth. No, that is incorrect. I specifically said that this mathematically impossible for 3D aliens to not exist. However, I don't think the UFOs we've been seeing are 3D aliens. And I what still if, do but believe But what that. if they are aliens that were able to travel through wormholes? I'm just saying that's a possibility. Oh, but you don't believe it? I don't believe it. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm just saying it's a possibility because there are so many possibilities with manipulating lesser dimensions. Sure. So that's kind of what I'm thinking with these aliens, like, or not these aliens, these UFOs. It could be Russian missiles. It could be a Chinese aircraft. And in a lot of these cases, and we're going to find out in a couple months, I think a lot of these UFOs will be foreign countries' military assets in a lot of cases. However, with the recent example with the sonic boomless, extremely fast object, Mm -hmm. that I don't think could have been created by mankind, at least not yet. I don't think we have the capacity or the technology to do that. I think that it is definitely something otherworldly. I don't know if it's fourth dimensional. I don't know if aliens do exist and they've already contacted us or interacted on Earth. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's of human creation. And this is why I wanted to talk about the fourth dimension, because that's another possibility. And we're not obviously when all of this news hopefully comes out in the coming months. It's not going to say, no, this is the Navy's prevailing theory of what this is. They're not going to say right, that. They're, they're just, just going to outline what happened. Like, what yeah, is, they're just what revealing is... their information. Got it. Right. So what do you think? What do you think is possible here? Do you believe it's possible a fourth dimensional being has interacted with us or are you more of the opinion that these ufos are literally alien aircraft 
I I guess it's hard for me to believe that a fourth dimensional being has purposely interacted with us. Because as far as I know, we have not created self-aware two-dimensional beings. Really? All of the AI that we've made? All of the computer programs and the... Like, look at um, self-aware, like, like all these instances of, like, Alexa, like, kind of being, like, realizing that she's a program or whatever. Has that happened? Yeah, there's been stories about that. I, I mean, mean, that sounds I mean, like a myth. I mean, it could be kind of, like, quirky. Like, they're kind of, like, saying, oh, like, if someone says this in the series of questions, acknowledge that you can't compute because you're not a human or something like that. Like, I'm just saying self-aware AI... Even if we're not at it yet, it's so close. And but if, then that, but but then that's what we are, what essentially. Do you, what do you mean? We are creations of a fourth dimensional being. Right. I'm. I'm. What I'm saying is, if a fourth dimensional being does exist, which is you know possible or not possible, I don't know. But if it does exist, I am of the opinion that. It's only interacting with us because it has a reason to. So it's probably our creator, whether that be a traditional religious god or more like a nerdy programmer simulation theory type thing. Okay, so here's my interesting question slash thought. Can it not be that there are just planes of existence or dimensions? Mm Mm-hmm existing living their own lives that are not being manipulated by the higher dimensions Mm, well that would be more like parallel universes right well i'm thinking like say the stick men yeah say that's real yeah um and maybe they are startled when they see people i don't know sure but i imagine that they're living their own stick men lives we didn't create them. They mm-hmm. weren't creations of us. They're just stick men living in their own dimension. Right. That we do not interact with in any way. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe we are our own self-aware, living, non-manipulated third dimension that the fourth dimension has no contact or interaction with. Is that possible? Because that seems more likely it's, to me. It's possible, but because every higher dimension is made of an infinite amount of of the lesser dimension, it's impossible to, in my mind, it's impossible to not manipulate the lesser dimensions. Because, I mean, think of it like, I'm just looking around our room right now, and we're surrounded by four walls, and I could easily just, you know, draw something on the wall. That is actually, even though that wall is not alive, that's interacting with the second dimension. We're constantly moving through an infinite amount of 2D planes. So, okay. So I've been picturing them this whole time as kind of being stacked on each other. But really, the second dimension is inside the third dimension. Yeah. And the third dimension is inside the fourth dimension. Exactly. Yes. So So we're actually like, here's, so here's, we're going back to my stickman thing. There could be stick, a stick family right in front of us eating, you know, their stick turkey at their stick table and we just couldn't see it because they're at a 
I mean, that's only if you're looking directly zero degrees at that plane. But if you even go a degree to the left or to the right, you're going to see that plane if there's something on that plane. Right. Because that's what, I mean, and that's like, you know, if you're thinking a plane is so small, like infinitely small, and that, I mean, theoretically that is what it is, but I'm just saying like a wall that's a 2D object, even even though it is many 2D planes stacked on top of each other still, it's still a third dimensional object, but it appears 2D to us and we interact with it. And like, I mean, just walking across a room, you're interacting with billions and billions of 2d planes because you're walking through it so if you believe in parallel universe theory and maybe or infinite universe theory maybe that's what the fourth dimension is because it's every single 3d universe stacked up on top of each other yeah this is a lot i know my brain this is what i think about (laughs) at night and then i can't fall asleep because of the existential dread and I can't comprehend the fourth dimension because nobody can comprehend it. And it's very, very alarming to me. Okay, here are my thoughts. This conversation is like the one time in high school I was hanging out with a few friends in my friend's basement and we watched Donnie Darko. And then two of my friends had like this weird existential conversation for like four hours after the movie that didn't mean anything. That's kind of how I feel right now. I mean, yeah, it's I, I will say I still have never seen Donnie Darko, so I don't know what they were talking about. <laughs> but I mean, I guess I don't know. But I, be- I believe we're, we're going back to the UFOs. Yes. that There will be reports on. Yes. I think those are third dimensional beings. Well, yes. Well, OK, so you think they're third dimensional. I do not dimensional- think they were placed there by fourth dimensional okay. beings. I don't think that there is constant interaction but you, at least I don't think there is constant purposeful interaction with the lives in the way that a lot of religions perceive a God to to, for instance, like answer prayers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think a fourth dimensional being can manipulate the single wants and desires of a single 3D person. Does that make sense? Like, I well, don't think they'd have that. Might I, I think they? I think they would because how do least, they know what we want? Well, here here's what the theory is. Mm-hmm. As three D beings, we can witness anything and everything on a two D plane mm-hmm. because it's all entirely visible to us. Sure. So, if you imagine that stick figure is real, it can't see what is inside like let's say it's a stick figure with like a triangle dress it's a girl stick figure sure it can't see inside of its dress unless you know it somehow takes it off or something right but we can see that it's just a blank space in there because we drew it right the theory is the same applies in the fourth dimension where it can see anything and everything in the third dimension it can see inside of our intestines. It can see inside the moon. It can see anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Because of the added strength measurement. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the strength. So I guess I guess what I'm saying is they literally would be a god if a fourth dimensional being exists and they can at least visually see everything. 
The question is, can they communicate with us? That I don't know. Yes, that was what I was asking. And the other interesting thought is, so you are telling the story in that there's potentially only one. But there could be a whole society. Right, exactly. And it could go on forever. And that's only the fourth dimension. Well, there could be more dimensions after the fourth dimension, too. Well, yes, but I mean, what I'm what I'm saying is... We can see everything on the 2D plane. Yeah. Say there are 7 billion living 2D creatures that we can see. Yep. How would I, like if one of them prayed to me, Mm -hmm. how would I be able to answer its prayers? I don't know. I wouldn't know. It would have to physically, it would have to know I exist and then type it out in a 2D fashion. Right. So if I wanted to communicate with a three a four D person being, I would have to like You'd have do to the three like, D equivalent of typing a message in two D. Yeah, but I no, mean, they can see two D. Right. So I could just write a yeah, message. No, that's what I'm. That's what I was about to say. You could just write it out. But I I guess I don't know if, and the the problem is two D beings don't exist. At least to our knowledge, to our knowledge. So the question is, if they did exist, can we hear them? Right. Because their physics would work differently from third dimensional physics. Like, would we be able, would they be able to talk and us hear that? Right. Oh. So that's a whole other thing that I don't even want to think about right now. I've. But I'm (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying it's so much bigger than you realize because the example you had where there are 7 billion stick figures on one plane, that's one plane. And there's an infinite amount of 2D planes in the 3D universe. Okay, so then that's that's another thing. Right. There's an infinite amount of 3D... Yes. Space. Space. So, to me, there's no possible way, and then again, I can't comprehend the fourth dimension, that like... One four-dimensional being would be able to be in charge of billions of three-dimensional spaces. Well, and that's just going with the theory that a fourth-dimensional being is literally God, the creator, right? right. But a lot of people do think, because it's not like a fourth-dimensional being is giant. The fourth dimension exists, we just can't perceive it. It Mm -hmm. exists on our same plane of existence we just can't perceive it right so the entire the the idea may be that all of these dimensions are just constantly interacting with each other in the same way so like a fourth dimensional being could be our size we just can't see it right so it's not like a giant you know god planet solar system galaxy in the sky that we can't see it's more likely just another dude if they're humanoid and we just can't see them. I think that aliens are 3D. <laughs> okay. I have <laughs> I have no doubt that these UFOs are 3D objects. I the don't question think, is how did they get there? I do not think that they were placed there by a fourth dimensional being. I think that in at least if if they were, they weren't placed there on purpose any more than I accidentally scribbled on a piece of paper today to interact with the 2D plane. I think that that a fourth dimensional 
fourth dimensional creatures would be living their own lives. Uh, why would they have time to interact with the minutia of billions of 3D lives? I mean, they're not they're not be? interacting with us directly. They're just interacting with the 3D universe in the same way where a kid is bored and draws a stick figure on his desk. Right. So it's like the same thing as. But I think it would be that would happen all the time in that case. Like there would be more than just the occasional UFO. There would be a bunch of weird ass shit we wouldn't be able to explain. It's true. I don't know, man. I, you, don't gotta, <laughs> you don't gotta attack me. This is just a theory. And it's, I, it's one that I think is more plausible than a 3D alien from another galaxy coming to the Milky Way to, for whatever reason, interact with us. I don't think so. I think that fourth dimensional space exists and that three dimensional beings who are far more advanced than us have been able to manipulate it or at least utilize parts of it that we have not yet been able to figure out. Maybe. I just, I, I just think the universe is so massive that aliens have to exist. Why would they pick us to interact with when there's probably millions of planets that are inhabited by various life forms? Or aliens have already visited and left. Or we're the only ones that are of, like, we're, this is the beginning of the universe, and we are the only ones so far that have evolved to this extent i believe the universe is about either 12 or 14 billion years old right who knows how much longer it's gonna you know what i'm gonna here's what i'm gonna say i this conversation was interesting and i hate it <laughs> this is a very different episode of a little spooky it's more of an existential i want to try to go to sleep but i'm not going to be able to because my mind is twirling type of spooky right well okay so he, we were not originally going to do an episode this week because we had a bunch of stuff happen but but this Everett's is something i'm really going through an existential this, crisis that he needs to work this, out this is something i'm very passionate about and like i did i did do the research for like the analogies and stuff but this is stuff that i always think about anyway so i barely even looked at my notes I just I was just talking this whole episode, just oh. just weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't we don't even have like a listener story or a, a news story to talk about. This was just we we wanted to talk to y'all this week I and not skip a week. Next week we're gonna get back to normal earthly mysteries unless we get more UFO news. If we get more U, well, I'm assuming that's not coming out till June. But it has we, to come out by June, so it could come out at any time. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell a story that doesn't hurt your brain as much, I hope. I just hope everyone enjoyed this discussion because it was very different. And if you hated it, let us know. Yeah. I mean, I don't have ever have to talk about fourth dimensional space again, too. So that's always possible. Yeah. I, oh, I'm i going to be thinking about this for a while. And I mean, if if you want to take anything away from this episode, look up a tesseract cube. I just I googled it. It's actually it's it's, like, it's very hard to like kind of even like picture how that would work, but because it's like it's what it is. It's a cube. A four D cube is a cube that kind of like moves in on itself and then out again. It's like very weird. There's like you, there's a lot of different like visualizations of it that are. Available online. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of those optical illusions of like the impossible cube. Right. Or, or like the impossible stairs where stairs, you know, you look closer at the picture and you realize they don't lead anywhere. 
and actually, I don't know. Anyways, my brain is. <laughs> well, yeah, I was just gonna say if you want to take anything away, just look that up. That's kind of fun, and it won't hurt your brain too much. It's just fun to look at. Yeah, it's true. It looks like a loading <laughs> screen. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, if you loved this episode, let us know. If you hated it, let us know. If you have any topics you want us to discuss, let us know. You can email us at podcast at nerdsloth.com. Or you can send us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. All are at nerdslothhq. And if you would also like to send us a personal spooky story, you can do that as well. Yes, please do. Also, there is a Nerdsloth merch sale coming up. I believe around the 14th, everything will be up to 35% off. So check that yeah, shit keep an, out. Keep an eye on the socials. We will make sure to post that when we have more definite information. Yeah. And you know what? You should ask us some extra What? Just post on our... Our socials. I want to know what you thought about this episode. And if you want to interact. What questions popped into your if head. If you want to interact with, like, like me directly, use Twitter. That's the only one I use. Um, I'm on Insta and Facebook. And occasionally Twitter also. And occasionally Twitter, but that's Everett's domain. Well, I, I, yeah. I don't like to venture too far into the Twitter sphere. It's just the only one that's fun to me. I don't like looking at Facebook and Instagram. Well, anyway. But that's just me, man. And... That's all we got today, man. Yeah, this was just a convo, so. We love you. Yeah, and I'll be back. We'll be back next week with a spooky tale. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye. Presented by NerdSloth, a place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.